Is this thing on? Yeah? Right, okay. Right, I've got a message for all you listeners of this ridiculously named podcast, Horses and Biscuits. <laughs> exactly. And what's even more ridiculous is they asked me to be on the show. I mean, why would I do that? Wesley Henry's got far more important things to be doing on a Sunday afternoon than sit in a room with Team Karen and that chatterbox receptionist. They also wanted me to tell you that the title for this podcast was Meet the Weasel. <laughs> and that's the problem with this lot. No respect. Nothing. You know what? Oh. I'm not sure I like the idea of Team Karen plotting in a room without me. So, actually, I may well pre-record a special interview for this silly little podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then it won't be so silly anymore, will it? Because I'm on it, Wesley Henry, and it'll be good, and you'll enjoy it. Yeah. We'll see how Team Karen feels about that, shall we? Hmm? Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Horses and Biscuits. We've got a great show lined up for you today. This is the Meet the Weasel episode where we're going to be uh, showing you a few snippets of an interview that I got with uh, Wesley actor uh, Gavin. And uh, before we introduce you to my friends, I just want to say to my friends in America out there that are suffering right now because of the, the storms and the tornadoes, I hope you're all safe and well. I know it's affected a lot of you and uh, I hope you stay safe. Okay, let's, uh, let's let's get rid of that bad weather. Right, let's introduce who we got to speak to today. Uh, introducing Steph, Order, and Gareth. How's Yo. it going, guys? How are we doing? All right. Hi. Yeah. That was a nice little intro, wasn't it? That Wesley guy. Yeah, he is. I'm not a big fan of my podcast. Silly name podcast. It is a silly name podcast, but it's funny. Oh, like, we all like it. It works. It does. it does work <laughs> because, because none of us are right in our minds, really. I mean, none of us are. Let's face it. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. Um, let's go around the room. Um, Orla, how have you been? It's been a while since we spoke, a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, I've been good. I'm just finishing up for the Christmas term. Um, I'm traveling home soon, so really excited for that. Um, nice. yeah, I've been good. Nice. How long are you home for then? A couple of weeks? Yeah, just a couple of weeks, just until the new year. And then term starts again and it's all go with deadlines and assessments and stuff. So 2022 is going to be an interesting year, isn't it? It really is. It is, yeah. <laughs> Steph, how are you? You all I'm right? good, thank you. Yeah. All dandy. Looking well cosy there in the, uh, the, the the blanket you got wrapped around you. Yeah. Nice. It's not nice. my OD. Your OD, not your OD. Oh. Gareth, look at this. He's, oh, he's so proud of his oh. jumper. Look at him, my Christmas jumper. There you go. It's the last one before Christmas, isn't it? So I'm going to make an effort. I got I got changed specifically for the show. So, <laughs> well, I mean, the, it's a bit cold as well, but 
It is. It is a bit chilly. Today's show is sponsored by Al's Chin. Not very often you get to see my chin. Uh, I, I I wanted to shave uh, a, like a weird goatee thing for just for a laugh, and I got it wrong. Uh, so I had to get rid of it all, and I hate that. Oh dear. Yeah, I, yeah, I like a beard. I don't like showing my chin. Just see you. Just see you. <laughs> a lot of people say that. I go for the old, the old potato look, you know. <laughs> anyway, let's get yeah, on with today's both. show. So, what we've got today is um, Gavin, um, who won the role as Wesley. Unfortunately, couldn't be here today. But we pre-recorded a, a, a good forty-five minute, fifty-minute interview, um, which we will release in two weeks' time. Um, but what I've done is I've cut little interesting bits out of that interview, so we can share it and we can discuss. You know, um, but before we get into that, um, I just want to say your comments are very welcome in the chat. Mike's there already. How's it going, Mike? How you doing, Mike? Hi. If you have any questions, if you have any questions for the crew, uh, please throw them in the in the comments. Uh, but we also had, went to a, had a special evening uh, a few a few days ago, didn't we, Gareth? We did, we did. Yep. Um, Henry's still got his tux on. You can't see him from, from this angle, but he's still got his tux on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was a great great night we had at the Wellington Orbit Cinema. Uh, supporting uh, Luke Allen and Alex Yusefi's Reduced to Clear short film, which we co-produced back in the summer. And yeah, those things. Oh, I've got one. I've got mine here. It, oh, yeah. They are just. What I was told afterwards is that the red light is to symbolise Henry's hair. So I didn't know that at the time. So it just got better and better. And then, as well as that, I, um, I was on the way out, and some guy came oh, up God. to me asking for the autograph. Now that's never happened before. See, all of that will be. That'll be you soon, Steph. That'll be you soon. But there'll be no living with him now, Steph. <laughs> no. But the best thing is, on the way out, Gareth actually stopped the man and said, "Excuse me, can I borrow this?" And showed it all of us to prove that he did ask for his autograph. Hey, uh, yeah, you, 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 come over here, come over here. All he did. Friends crowd around him like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much like That's that. Me. It was. It's like, no. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I, love it. So I was I was happy. It wasn't even my film, not, not really. And you know, but yeah, it was a great night, wasn't it, Al? Yeah, it really was. I really enjoyed myself. There's a couple more pictures there of you guys. You went to Spoons afterwards. Dante looking very smiley there in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> Simon Fisherbecker was there as well. We had a good chat with him. Um, there's me and Alex Yusefi looking very smiley, and me and Luke. Um, it was a very good night, and uh, you know, I, I kind of did my thing, kind of hid in a corner for a little bit before I sort of warmed up my social anxiety, sort of thing. Then um, we did the Q and A after the after the film, uh, which was very I'll, very I'll, nice. I'll, I'll maybe stand up. I was just I was trying to avoid the Q and A. I was sitting in my seat on my own business, and I was like, was, nah, come down here." It was one of those. I was like, "What are you doing up there? Get down here, buddy!" <laughs> <laughs> you were happy to get down there. Don't lie. Well, you know, I didn't mind. Yeah, it just handed all the way down there. <laughs> Um, it was a very fun night so thank you to for the invite and it was nice seeing you guys and congratulations to, to Luke Allen and Alex Steffi as well because Reduced to Clear was a great project uh, to see all the way through and the hats off to Shane as well who do um, who run things Absolutely, there from yeah. the beginning he put those shows together and he did a great job in producing um, uh, them shows right main topic of today is Gavin you know Gavin guys yeah how do you yeah. like him you, you think he's all right, a nice guy he'll do Nice. I'm looking forward to working with him, to be honest. I think it's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Um, wow. So many auditions. Because I have this habit on, on our panels of saying things that maybe should stay in my head. And and um, so uh, um, I just come out of it and I said, you just look like a weasel. And luckily, he took it in the right way, didn't he? 
yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was sat next to you when you said it, and I just looked over at Steph. I was like, "Did that just happen?" Yeah, it did. <laughs> that happens a lot, to be fair, doesn't it? But um, yes. but yeah, but no. Luckily, took it in the right in the right way. Um, I had a Zoom chat with him the week after me and Luke did, because uh, obviously on the date there's nerves going around. And you're never quite sure, you know, who who the person behind the acting is. But talking to Gavin at home as opposed to Gavin in an audition, he was way more relaxed and chilled. And we had a great chat about, about stuff. So, yeah, he's a great guy. Looking forward to working with him. He's got that real fine quality of, yeah, 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 I've had a great day. And you want me? No, he just switches <laughs> it up. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. It really yeah. is genuinely brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I asked him a few questions. I put five in. Um well, there's like seven bits of audio because he he's I, I love it when you can do an interview and you can really sort of take your time. People don't feel I love it when people don't feel like they're rushed to answer a question. And first of all, I need to point out, I don't do a question format normally. I don't list questions. Uh, that's not how I do things. It's all conversation for the Q&A the other day. I didn't have a notebook with me. I just went with it, you know. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was nice that he thought about these things. So <laughs> There's a lot of deliberation here. Um, and the first one I asked him was, um, how do you think you will approach the role of a villain? So here is what I asked him. Here we go. Hopefully this works well. How do you think you'll approach the role of a villain? Um, so with regards to, to, to Wesley, if you like, I think it was, it was, from reading through the the script that I was sent for the audition, it was clear you could tell from what how he was as a character that um, you know who 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 and what he was about and um, what I liked. I mean, <laughs> this is going to sound great. I kind of like not very nice roles and not very nice people. Um, and when I read his bit i just thought oh i love i love this i love him because i hate him he's a real he's a real creep and um in answer to your question i i i think it's it's because you uh, for me it's you're able to put yourself into a sort of area that isn't you by day and um well i don't like to think i'd be <laughs> be a villain by day but um I think I said to um, Gareth and Luke on a, we had a, a call a week after the audition that um, there were certain elements of, of him as a character that I've worked with people like that. And, and, you know, that, that kind of helps you sort of bring, bring those things in and you, you know, you've all, oh, well, I don't know about you, but I've, I've worked with people that, speak to people like that or behave like that and i think we all we all have from, from one <laughs> yeah, time or another yeah and i think that really helps but i would approach each villain differently i guess depending on what it was in front and and to what extreme they you know what it was they were doing i guess so there we go. He, he didn't quite know how to answer my question in all honesty so i, I did take it from a different angle what do you what are your thoughts on him there that is the first initial video yeah. No, carry on, guys. No, no, it's right. Crack on. I just, I kind of love how he, he couldn't really answer. You know, like, but the fact that he loves villain characters, I was like, but what? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard someone, someone say that. But I mean, that honesty is just, 
well, I mean, you could tell he was so good, wasn't he? Like, he, he really was, like, just evil. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, he's quite clearly not like that as a person. He's, he's a really chill, kind of down-to-earth guy. Um, I mean, and it's kind of terrifying that, I mean, and I know that I'm, I'm a bit younger than some of you guys. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but the fact that he's had to, like, work with people like that, like, that's... It happens yeah. quite often. It happens. There quite are people often. out there just like that, unfortunately. Oh, I don't want to get any there. older. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my six-year-old. He's like, I don't want to get older. Um, <laughs> but I did pose a question from a different angle, so uh, we'll we'll take a look at that now. The because uh, I, I know there is a script and there is a direction that Gareth wants, but you know, you think of a, a character like Wesley, you can throw in your own personality into mm. that. You know, you can be mm. the the domineering like shiny Rolex like what are you looking at darling kind of guy or you can be really sinister like the fox or the weasel that they're trying to portray yeah um, so that's what I mean by sort of approach are you gonna are you gonna go out there and, and be like no I want it on time you know kind of really like throw yourself in there or are you gonna like kind of like really try and sort of mess with people's heads you know, I think I think Wesley's a bit cold he's a bit um I think he's more I don't think he's necessarily a a sort of loud in your face kind of character. I think he's mm. a bit more sinister and he's a bit, um, you know, I think he could probably look Devious. at you. Yeah. And he could look at you in a particular way and you'd know that you'd done something wrong. Um, and, and what I was, what I also liked about him as a, as a character was that he, I mean, I, th- I think he's primarily just sort of admin support, but mm. he, he bowls around that care home as if he's the man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so there we go. We got it out of him eventually. There you go. <laughs> it's a it's a difficult one, isn't it, when you step into a role like that? I mean, like with Izzy Orla, you could probably, you know, have this now, this this vision of how you, you're gonna play it throughout the whole thing. And Karen, Steph, you've had this idea for a long time of how you're gonna do it. So like to throw yourself into that and to build that character inside your head, it's important, right? Important yeah, I'll let Steph you it's taken four years to get this character as she is because we didn't really do anything with her to begin with, did we? No, no, she was literally in like two, three scenes of a film that didn't happen. So it was, but, um, but yeah, so she's been sort of sat on the shelf for a long time, hasn't she? So it's kind of like having to dig that back out. And then also, to be fair, I think as things have developed, Karen's probably one of the characters that stayed the same more than others have others have evolved and adapted and changed you know like jess wasn't even autistic in that original film idea um but um you know izzy has, has grown a lot since all of got the part with a small role now it's become bigger but karen's always been quite consistent hasn't she in terms of that that she hasn't really changed a, a whole lot so you've had quite a long time to get into that mindset but yeah no mm. she she hasn't changed at all no. i mean you were trying to get me to put an accent on it's like no yeah, we were originally going to go for because you are um, well. You spent a lot, a lot of time, didn't you, when you're younger in Old Wolvo, Wolverhampton, and we were going to yeah, go. Yeah, you that, wanted me they? to re go yam yam accent. Yeah. Like to be fair though, we never actually discussed it. We just sort of um, came to the, uh, the Izzy auditions, and we didn't do the accent, and then we just sort of like thought, you know what, this works about. So we just didn't even have a conversation about it, did we? We just sort of both... no, it's just like just scrap yeah. up it. Yeah. I was going to say I don't remember y- you having a, an accent. No, there wasn't. You would never have known about it. It was before no. that. Was stopped, yeah. This is well before, is he? Yeah. 
of course, accents are very difficult for for, for continuity. You know, really yeah. difficult to sort of. I mean, I used to do little sketches uh, for on the left side, which is a um, big shout out to the guys there. It was a, a sports show. And I used to do accents and voices for them. They used to be like, oh, we need a, a Jurgen Klopp impression. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And I'd go away and I'd spend like two days. And I used to do this bit on my podcast, like the Camp, the camp Germans. So like Jurgen Klopp, I'd be like, the, the Camp German. Yes, yeah, welcome to the show. But then I'd bring it down a little bit. And then there's your Jurgen Klopp. And you'd, you'd spend a couple of days sort of learning these different <laughs> stupid, but it works. Um, okay. But then they would get like, oh, can you do a Brazilian that's maybe lived in Spain for a few years? And I'd be like, what? what? <laughs> Probably like not. Than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, accents are, are difficult. Um, but the next question I asked him um, <laughs> was the hardest question. And it took oh. us um, a good 45 minutes to get the answer out of it. And that was... Um, um, what is your inspiration for a villain? We've all got like our favorite sort of villains, our, our favorite heroines, our, our favorite versions of a certain type of character. So I asked him, uh, what is your inspiration for a villain? So here's his, his I call it inspiration take one. Here we go. Is there a TV movie or, you know, audio sort of uh, baddie uh, that's inspired you for this role particular? Ooh. Um... one of those one of those again where you're like uh i'm on the spot um i should i should have got some great music do, 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 yeah. do, do, the, the countdown timer oh yeah do, 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 do. <laughs> um, old wooden clock oh yeah the, 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 okay i'm trying to think what i was re- referring to um i mean there's been so Yeah, I'm struggling with that. Um, Should we, we can circle back around if you want. Yeah, let's yeah let's let's do I'll, that. I'll yeah. put a pin on that one. <laughs> that was it. I'll we'll come back to that in a sec. Sure. I'm not surprised at that because his, his character interview, he was he was on it. But so maybe if he was Wesley, he would have come out of answers real quick. But when he's Gavin, he has to think more. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Oh, his character interview was so good. It was, wasn't it? Mm. It was all. It was kind of scary, almost. Yeah. So I didn't really want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's charming, isn't it? Bless him. Yeah. Poor Gavin. I've got to say, he's a lovely guy. The interview, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Uh, but I'll go around the room and we'll go with Steph. Like, is there, a, is there a, a character or per- personality on TV where you look at Karen and you think, I've got to stole a bit of this from that person, a bit from this bit. I mean, even if it's a real-life person, is there are there any, any influences for Karen there? We've spoke about this and Karen's mainly just me. That's it. She's me through and through. So, so no, that, that is the answer. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> Just you. Ola, is he? Is there, is there anything that you've you've stolen from other places? I think, yeah, kind kind of it in in a sense of kind of um, oh, naive is kind of the wrong word. More oblivious. So when it comes to like Izzy's moments of just pure oblivion, like something is meant to be so clearly obvious and she's just not getting it. And I've kind of taken inspiration from a character from Hannah Montana. Wow. Hey, no, I, I used to watch Hannah Montana a lot when I was little. Yeah. Um, and Lily in that 
um, who's Miley's best friend and doesn't realise that she's Hannah Montana until she's keyed in on the secret. And then also kind of taking inspiration from London Tipton from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh, for for well, kind of some of her her dumb blonde moments. So I like that. No, yeah. because you know you think of uh, like The Office, and you you think of uh, uh, Martin Freeman's role as was it Gareth? Gareth is the role, isn't it? And then um, they they went and, <laughs> <laughs> and they they adapted it to to is uh, uh Jim? What's it? Who's it? Uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski's role. I swore that on my own show. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> it happens from time to time. I flip from biscuit mode to music mode. Um, anyway, moving on. So I asked, <laughs> I asked, um, um, I asked Gavin about the chemistry with you guys. Obviously, coming to a, a big, huge audition with so many people, um, I, I wanted to get a, a sort of spin on his spin on how he felt about that. So here is what he said about the chemistry of coming to the audition and facing facing you guys. Use those words properly. Here we go. Right. The next question is. Uh, what did you make of the chemistry of the cast and crew, and will you be looking forward to working with them? Uh, yeah, well, my first surprise was that there was, A, there was that many people in the room, <laughs> and second surprise was that those people facing me, um, f- four of which or three of which were in this, um, and going back to my call with Gareth and Luke, um, when I arrived... I parked the car and I turned up and I pressed the buzzer and no one answered. And I thought, Oh no, but I didn't realize, you know, I didn't know the door was open. That happened to me as well. I got to say, I'm not the only one. And then someone came down the stairs said, Oh yeah, it's upstairs. So, and I sat down and I waited and they said, Oh, we're just finishing up another audition. I said, yeah, yeah, fine. I sat down and then I heard this round of applause and thought, uh, What I mean, I at most I was thinking three people, but um, so I was I was quite surprised when uh, when, when we we did the three auditions at um, the can other you feed off that though? Can you feed off a crowd of people? Like, does it egg you on in the performance? Um, I don't know if it, 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 I think for me it was kind of okay, we've you, you've got no time to think about this, it. they're now getting into position, and these are your fellow actors actresses and characters for, for for this and you just get on with it i mean my my one comment at the end of it was that obviously having not realized that they were going to be there and not being completely off book the eye contact for me i would have been better on the day obviously when you're doing it you're looking at someone for for, for then it was a bit like oh i didn't know that that person was going to be there and this person was going to be there and um but i thought it was i i, I thought that i thought the chemistry was good and and i think um I think there's a particular scene with Orla, um, which was in one of the audition scenes, which I think is going to be going to be great because that that um, in fact I think a lot of the scenes that Wesley has with with Orla is going to be great because again he's being condescending to her. But there's a particular scene um, that we auditioned that um, there's a that, that really shows um, how sinister he is. So there we go. He's really looking forward to getting stuck oh, into those yeah. condescending parts with Izzy. You all are interested? Yeah. Right? No. When the this um the scene that's going to be in the in the pilot that we used in the audition, like I don't know about you, Steph. I was just I was buzzed after that scene. 
I thought it went so well. Just like watching the back and forth between um, Steph and Gavin, kind of when he turned around to snap at her, and then the, the moments of just like you said, they're just the pure condescending nature that he had with Izzy. Like I just, I think the three of us were proper popping in that scene. Mm. Yeah, you were. You were. I mean, for those auditions, we I, I intentionally never show the scripts to people that aren't in the scenes beforehand. Well, obviously, like Luke and that, but but in terms of the other people on the panel. So when the people on the panel started genuinely laughing, you knew you knew you were on the right track because that, that that's like a test audience right there, and they were genuinely finding it really funny as well as being really meaningful. So I thought, we're you know we're we're getting there, we're getting there. But now, yeah, it, it was um, it, it was a risk putting that scene in because I thought it's such a big scene within the pilot. Is that something you want to drop on all of Steph and whoever Wesley's going to be at an audition level? Because it, it kind of like is essentially, isn't it? It's like the ending to the whole pilot episode. So it's a big one to go with. But then the fact that we did and it went well, I think has given everyone loads of confidence that if you can do that at an audition, imagine what we can do when we really start getting to grips of it in rehearsals and that. Yeah. Yeah, it's all really interesting. It's, it's it's nice seeing you guys all sort of getting to know each other and sort of learning your strengths and your weaknesses and stuff. And obviously all the, the juicy, important bits will come in the new year when you guys start filming and rehearsing and do some table reads and stuff. That'll be that'll be the interesting bits. Oh, ta- table reads oh. would be really interesting with, with a script, wouldn't they, Steph? <laughs> well, yes, definitely. I've been waiting for about two weeks for, for all of to, to to sort of um, go in on me on that one. I did say to her, you need to start putting pressure on me. But I've been writing it today, actually. I was writing a Wesley scene, actually, just before we come on the show. And I found myself asking, I was applying to someone in a message. And I felt, I'm being quite nasty. I wasn't mean to be. <laughs> I've just been writing, like, dialogue for this nasty villain. And I found myself still being in the, in the zone and being quite, like, off with someone. I was like, oh, I'm Well, sorry. I'm glad you're, you're, you're writing it to say that was good. Yeah, see, brownie points for the boss. <laughs> nice. Uh, the next question I asked Gavin was uh, what his best part of the audition was. Um, where's that best uh, best part of the audition? Here we go. And here's what he had to say about that. All right. Question four. Uh, what was the best part of the audition for you? Oh, definitely, definitely um, the second audition out of the three. Um, no, the second I mean, scene that you did. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I don't know how much I can, I can say about yeah, it. Yeah, without without sort of any any spoilers, that, but you really felt that you really felt that you had a bit of swagger with that. Yeah, it was it was a particular moment, um, and the tables uh, had turned, and um, I was able I, knowing knowing what the scene was about and how he was, and this was him to then sit back and be like, okay, right, and 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 I I felt for me it was. Um, my strongest part of the audition um and i and i was i was really comfortable doing it and and again he was being a um he was being really nasty and yeah and and um but trying to sort yeah and just domineering and and yet at the end of it when we i got feedback from the room as to each of the the scenes um i think the room was split actually because i i felt that scene three wasn't my strongest whereas some people thought it was and some people thought it was two but for, for, for in answer to your question definitely the, the 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 second scene that that was um that was a moment for me because it was it was yeah this is this is wesley's big moment 
So there we go. Uh, you know, speaking to people that do attend your, your, the auditions that you guys do, I love how one of the most important things that people bring up is that the feedback that they get, you know, because it's not like a, right, thank you, we'll be in touch, is it? No, let's talk about what we just saw. And, you know, it's usually a very positive experience. And that's nice to see. Gareth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, since day one, going back to Steph's audition, all, all way back when, right the way through all of them, we've always said um, that no one will ever not get a phone call um, the same day they audition for us, no matter who it is. If we had 100 people in, we, we'd, we'd phone them all up. Um, because you think that as an absolute minimum, they should at least be able to learn something. Then I've got a part, they should be able to go away and, and be able to say, okay, so I was told that I could do this better or that better. I think it's so important. Um, and honestly, we uh, some people have auditioned uh, and not got the part because of where they are in their particular acting journey, that bit of feedback has, has, has made them as happy as someone else getting the actual part. Because to them, it's, it's that, it, it has that much value to them. Like they probably knew coming in, they weren't going to get it. Um, but they wanted to have a go and get the experience. And we were able to add on to that by saying, you had the experience, this is what you need to learn from it. Um, and I've been genuinely very, very, very grateful for that. So, uh, yeah, we'd always do that. I haven't spoke to so many actors over the years uh, genuinely you know we've spoken to people from um uh, cobra kai and from loki and uh, from you know a lot of a lot of young up and coming actors that go to auditions and they file it gone right and then they go to the next one file it next one file it just just save themselves from getting attached too much so yeah. i don't know how to think about that you know because it's nice that you guys may you genuinely offer a very gentle sort of platform for people to sort of get used to these auditions get to know you guys and maybe if something comes up in the future you're there in the file decks you know just in case it's it's kind of uh, unique but good you know well the thing about this industry is like it's all about networking yeah it's all about contacts sense. that you make no matter how how small they may seem at the time and you know even in the future how small they may seem then but just even having a phone number or an email address it you know it can be all it takes and like you've got to go into the mindset of at every audition you try your best you you want to succeed otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't go for it but the thing is, is if if you don't succeed then that's just, you're just not what they wanted on the day you you, mm. you can't take that personally and you've i mean it's, you've got to have thick skin and i think the more experience that you get the more that develops but that doesn't mean to say that you have to go into an audition with like an almost negative outlook on yeah. um oh well i'm not going to get it so i need yeah. to prepare yeah. myself for that do you know what i mean which i think is why it's just really nice that um we do the phone calls like i even at the end of my audition i wasn't expecting to have have a sit down feedback i was like oh well this is i was like this is quite nice <laughs> and then um obviously to be told like you'll get a phone call no matter what and i was like oh thanks like that it's just it's it's just really thoughtful not not many people would think to do that hmm yeah it's very it's, it's nice it's nice to be i mean my uh, auditions that i've turned up to and stayed for <laughs> uh, they've been a very nice experience very because uh, i've never been in that scenario before so to see how that goes um was really nice and, and i guess gareth if you have a huge uh, project in four or five years and you're looking for a muscly guy who can project his vi uh, voice well you're like ah remember ben oh you know you can just be like oh ben i've got a role for you you know yeah, is that, is that handy 
Yeah, yeah, it is. And like all of made a really good point there about, you know, as long as you've auditioned, we know who you are then. I mean, take the Izzy auditions, for instance. Um, bar a screen test with all of us to make sure the chemistry's there, we're, we're going to be offering um, the part of Izzy's best friend to, to someone who auditioned to be Izzy. Now, we don't know about her unless she auditions to be Izzy in the first place. There's another girl, Sarah Morelli, who, who wowed us all, uh, and she auditioned to be Izzy. She's not going to be Izzy. She's Italian, but she's going to be Isabella. She's, so these, these, these roles and characters get created. Even if it's not the part you, you went for, look at the Alid audition. How many people we cast from that? You know, so as long as you're in the room, you're giving yourself a chance, aren't you? Yeah, nice. Um, the second to last question, because we will go back to that question that Gavin couldn't answer, was uh, would he get on with Wesley? Um, oh. I thought this was an interesting one. Would he get on with him as a character? Um, and here's what he had to say about that. The other question I've got here is, uh, what do you think of Wesley as a person? Could you get on with him in your life? <laughs> um, what do I think of him as a person? Um, I think he, he, I think he is the way he is because of of things that have happened to him when he was um, when he was growing up, and his I suppose the best form of um, defense is attack, and I think. I think that's very much what he's about, but I think there's a there's a glimmer of he's actually there's a night there is a nice person in there for for a nanosecond, but um, I think he I think he strives to be appreciated and um, and he wants to do well, but he wants to he wants people to know that he's doing well, and I think he's frustrated in being the level that he's at. Um, which is why he's this sort of character that thinks he's running the show because that's what he wants to be doing, but he's not. Um, but I think he wants all the plaudits of that. Um, would I get on with him as a person? Um, yeah, probably. But that's, <laughs> that's, but that's because I'm not working with him, perhaps, you know? Mm. Um, I feel like with, with people like, like Wesley – it's good to keep people like that on at arm's length. Do you know what I mean? Because if if you make an enemy of a guy like Wesley, yeah, he's going to make your life hard. So you've kind of got to uh, sort of keep the peace a little bit. Oh, did you watch the match on Saturday? Oh yeah, they were awful, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, catch you later. See you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Them kind of conversations you have in the corridor, passing. <laughs> you know, it's all fake, yeah. isn't it? At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the, We've all had friends like it. <laughs> We've all had people yes. like it where you're like, yeah, not too sure about you, but hey, how's it going? You all right? Have a good weekend? Crack on. See you later. Yeah, yeah. I think people talk, talk to me like that anyway, to be honest. That, that's, not, that's, that's nothing new, to be fair, you know. So I have to, I have to start like, oh, making this guy with a dodgy jumper. I'm not going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> and we like, like I, I had to start making films just to have, just to get people to spend time with me, you know? So that's just, you know the way it is so i can relate to wesley on that level but one thing that gavin said in our chat me and luke had with him which i found was a really really in, in, interesting way of looking at it was wesley's the sort of guy that would walk up to your desk to say i've just sent you an email and then walk away again you know he's that sort of guy that would do that and I, when he summed that up and i was like that is exactly what wesley's like you know he's, he's that guy that guy that that nerd that is always has to be you know teacher's pet and you know kissing up to someone yeah absolutely I watched a film last weekend. It was called The Christmas Party. It was quite cool. Um, it was just something I threw on Netflix for. Let's see what this is like. Oh, is that um, with Jennifer Aniston? 
Yeah, and Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah and yeah. And he who shall not be named because he's an asshole. Um, but <laughs> um, and there's a scene in there where they walk up to the girl and and Jennifer Aniston's like, I think was it Jennifer Aniston? It's somebody anyway. No, it was the um, the, uh, the 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 Toby of the of the other thing. Um, uh, human resources. Or, uh, anyway, um, yeah. Walked up to the girl and was like, uh, that t- top's a bit slutty. Uh, and it's just literally a V-neck top. And she's like, you what? Like, you can't wear that in the office. I feel, I feel like Wesley would probably be a mixture yeah. of, oh, look at the tits on that. And uh, no, you can't wear that in the office. You kind of wouldn't know where to lie with him, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Definitely. That's what I get from him. Uh, it's interesting, Absolutely. though, isn't it? Gareth, do you reckon you'd get on well with Wesley? Um, a good question. I reckon... To... That's not funny, but um, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably to a, to a certain extent. But I reckon I get sacked quite quickly because um, he like had me up in a disciplinary because I've said something rude or something. I reckon he's the sort of guy that can't take a joke. I reckon he would report anyone for anything. So I, I would definitely get reported quite quickly, I think. And then that, that friendship would sadly not last very long. What about you, Karen? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No. Outside not of the character. No. Orla? No. Just me and you, Wesley. Just me and you. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes a weasel. Uh, And like I said, I'd keep him at arm's length and just be like, just stay away from me. Let me get on with my work. You know, that's kind of how I am anyway. Um, Right. Back to that first question I tried to ask him. Uh, Gavin's inspiration for a villain is there somebody out there? And he gave a really good uh, um, answer eventually. After walking away from me, genuinely, watch this. Uh, uh, Because I know there is a script. that's the wrong one because I'm an idiot. Here we go. <laughs> earlier, um, uh, is there a bad TV or movie baddie uh, that inspired you for this role? Is there something that you were channeling while you're doing your audition? Um, yeah, I do have an. I'm trying to think. Um, oh. Um. <laughs> The thing is, there's so many. There are so many. I just can't think of of, of one or two right now. Um, it's one, a difficult one. One, partic- one particular villain. Um, his his uh, his name escapes me. He's played by Tom Hardy, and he plays a, um, almost a Jewish gangster in. Um, oh, in Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And that yeah, he is the he is the epitome of 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 someone that you think you can trust, but um, even by trusting him, he's going to do you over anyway. And, and I mean, hopefully, everyone's seen the the show by now, and and that's exactly what he does do. Alfie Solomon. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, Alfie Solomon. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good pull, actually. I feel like. Because he's not, like you said, he's not in your face. Like he's one of those that will sidle up to you and be like, "Are you sure you want to say that? Are you, you sure that's the word you yeah. want to say to me?" You know. And like, um, and I think Mr. Shelby trusts him, and we can all see that he's probably not a man to be trusted, and does. And obviously, it 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 doesn't work out. But I think you know, there's a certain element of of in that. I guess it's, there's an element of him as a as a villain is he's striving to do everything he can to make himself okay and i think certainly wesley's got that in him whereas 
he'll smile and be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But behind closed doors, it's like, I'm going to crush that receptionist. Nice. Right. I know where I stand. <laughs> I'm really stuck by the sound of it. Alfie Solomon, do you know who he's on about, Gareth? Do you think it's a I good do, comparison? I do. Yeah, big fan. It's an intro. It was not an obvious um, comparison, but I can see where, where, where he's coming from. Absolutely, you know. And it, it, a, it's confidence to compare yourself to Tom Hardy. That's confidence right there. So you know, I like that. I like that. Anybody can out outact Tom Hardy. I think he's overrated, in my opinion. There's a couple of good movies he's been in, but the rest of all shite. So I mean, have you watched opinion. Legend? Is that the one that Alka? Uh, yeah, the one. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I, I I got halfway through and then turned it off. <laughs> oh, no. and, and there's the the Capone one where he literally craps himself. And I was just like, what am I? Oh, what? Am, no, I've what not seen I'm, that one. But then, but then again, there are, there are a few hours. Warrior is one of my favourite films of all time. So I'm not saying Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy is terrible. I'm saying he's not great all the time. And then there's the the um, the, the Sean Connery Bane. You may ask yourself, why yeah. shoot a man before pushing him out of a plane? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, Tom Hardy, uh, we digress. Tom Hardy, if you're watching this podcast and you want a guest star on the first series of Karen, you know, as long as you can reach all and Steph's level, we can work something out. Yeah. <laughs> I promise I won't come on set when you're there because I know he's going <laughs> to instant beef with you now. <laughs> <laughs> so they were Gavin's questions, and I've got to say, I thoroughly enjoyed speaking to him. I mean, I, I've, I've enjoyed the process all the way through and getting to meet new friends and speak to you guys. And, um, it's, it's been a, a pleasure anyway. Um, but it's really nice to get inside the psyche of someone who's going to play a, a villain. But at the same time, it's nice to, I feel like on the flip side, all as an intelligent person who's playing a bit of a dit. So it's nice to get the, uh, the flip side of it. Someone who's going to sort of dumb themselves down a bit and play that simple character. It's some, nice. Some to... of my family and friends would disagree that I have to do any dumbing <laughs> down of any sort, but thank you. <laughs> 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 this is a, a great process um but gareth you know we're go it's come up to christmas now all is going back home we're all kind of thinking oh let's put our feet up for a couple yeah. of couple of weeks um uh, you got a bit of planning to do um where do Lots. we what, what what does next year look like for you next year it looks like um an extras workshop for uh to find our background residents and carers that's a big thing we've got a read through for a script which i'm going to be working on when everyone else is getting ready for christmas that's what i'm finishing off um, and then, as well as that, obviously, we've got the pilot itself, which we're filming. Rehearsal start in April, filming starts in June. So, yeah, it's, it's, as busy as this year has been, we've recently been filming our end of year stuff, and Aurora's already done hers, and Luke was in yesterday doing his. Um, as busy as this year has been, next year is just going to top it in every category. It's that much, that much planned. It's going to be so full on. It's going to be, be absolutely nuts. So, it's going to be a case of, Gareth, can you help me with it? No, I'm busy. Go away. Um, Off you go. Well, it, it, like, um, we've got loads of work on, including a really exciting uh, documentary on disability, which um, with Simon Fisher-Becker. Um, yeah. And I've said, just literally said to it Luke that Luke's offered, and I said, I think uh, to make sure that doesn't that, that doesn't like fall behind, because we don't want it to, uh, Luke's going to start doing some editing more on that side of things. So even I'm getting to the point, because these guys will tell you, I'm really bad at letting go of stuff. I'm not good at delegating. I like to do everything. and But if I do that, nothing will get done. So... I'm gradually starting to let go of various little babies and then I'm just going to focus on the writing in the direction. So, um, 
so yeah, so everyone's going to have lots to do uh, next year. And of course, before that, next time, um, after the Boxing Day one, next time we're on the show, it'll be all about this Izzy versus Yes sport relief spin-off thing. That's the next thing. So uh, I told Christy... Yeah, we love yeah, we'll chat about that, uh, obviously, off-air before that, that that one. I told Christy the good news. 2nd of January, Christy, New Year's hangover. You and all are going live on the show together. How about that? So, wasn't delighted, but no, it's just not the <laughs> personal out. <laughs> nice. Um, so much to look forward to. And you guys working together is just going to get better and better, isn't it? Um I've got to say, uh, you you mentioned to me that you want to get local businesses involved, and this is something that I kind of I kind of think feel like I can help with. Um, so you sent me this brilliant artwork here, and it says here, local businesses. Would you like to see your local your business feature in our new drama? Um, and it says here, how would you like to see your business feature in a care home drama that is being filmed locally uh, by sponsoring the most exciting independent production for miles? We will guarantee you product placement scenes set in your businesses uh, and mentioned in the credits uh, and that you know if you want to you know you listen to this audio podcast and you do want to uh, get get involved which i do encourage you guys to do um you can call 0748834040 or 01691570218 or email info at rockinghorsemedia.co.uk Product placement is really important when it comes to uh, independent. Uh, when it comes to any anything, you know, there's those, yeah. those scenes, those lazy scenes in a co- coffee cafe in Coronation Street. When you see, uh, you know, brands and and you hear music playing, it's all product placement. It's all there. It's a science. Uh, and if you can, uh, you know, feature your coffee shop, for example, maybe uh, you know, uh, Alid and and Izzy are having a chat in a ca- coffee shop in the middle of Oswald Street or or Wrexham or Shrewsbury, wherever it is. You know, if it's somewhere that's a local supporting a, a, shop, a shop's a business that's supporting an independent product. And it all goes around in circles. A coup de matata, baby. Um, <laughs> so you know, get involved. I think absolutely. Yeah. Very exciting. How was that, Gareth? Is that all right? Can we cut oh, that bit out? And... No, loved it. Loved it. You, you learned your script. It's all good. It's all good. And Hi, of course, it's would good. you like your local business to feature in a local production? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, You're nailing it. But um, yeah, it's it's so important because obviously Karen is going to be expensive. None of us are getting paid. Um, it, it, this is purely just to cover the cost to get it made. Uh, obviously, the crowdfunder is still going at the moment. Um, the the campaign video, which all are in Dean are all over, is is, is done really well. We've, we're up to nearly six hundred, I think five six five we're on at the minute, um, and that's been running for two months. But for for context, we spent most of that two months plugging the auditions. We were looking for Izzy, then we were looking for Ali, then we we're looking for Wesley. So we haven't really properly pushed it in in that two months. It's really only been the last couple of weeks that we've really gone for it, um, and we've seen some some seriously generous investments in that. Uh, uh, an actress's mum um, the other the other night. She was at that premiere we to- talked about. Get home. There's another thirty quid in there. You know, it's, it's a five year, a ten of that. Doesn't have to be big amounts of money. Some of these these donations are really small, but they all add up. So yeah, yeah if you can, just please keep it coming because it's all going to a good place. The link is in the chat, guys. Um, I've put it there. And, you know, there's some, some cool little perks here as well. You can keep a copy there for 30, 30 pounds. And he said $30 then. See? See? Can't distinguish yeah. where I am at the moment. Um, uh, Karen for Karen there. £50. Catch a credit, 75 But Lots of cool perks. So click the link and check out what's going on there with the uh, Indigo. Indiegogo. Indiegogo. That's just, it seems like such a silly thing to say, but I like it because it's silly. Uh, 
Well, do I'll go into the comments now, see what people have got to say. Uh, Mike actually asks, uh, does Gareth take inspiration from films or shows for the characters that you write? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah, uh, to an extent, I think. Um, it always starts like with, sometimes it can be an intentional idea, like, okay, I need to put people in a care home. So I, I tend to think of the character first, and, and then uh, I'll watch things which are similar. Like we we were having to write uh, the character for this uh, sociopathic character way back when the, the 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 main character's dad who's a real real nurse piece of work called Daniel and because I'm such a lovely down to earth guy I genuinely couldn't work out how someone like that would tick so I, but I, I watched American Psycho and he I was says, like he <laughs> <says>. <laughs> I watched American Psycho and I was like now I know what I'm doing so um, yeah it can, it can it can really help for for stuff like that um, I love American Psycho. The, really, that that yeah. scene with the business cards. Oh my yeah. god, it's so brilliant, so yeah. so brilliant. Um, there, what other comments we got here? So Rebecca Duff Thomas says, uh, uh, "Tom Hardy reading bedtime stories on CBBS made me lockdown more made lockdown more bearable for some of us." <laughs> he read I mean, stories on CBBS. He did. Yeah. He, did. Love it. he does Mother's Day. He does Christmas. He does Easter. The mums watch more than the kids do. The kids get a bed. Yeah, <laughs> kids already had their bedtime story. Yeah. Kids go to bedtime. That's it. That's to be fair, if he, if he did one as Bane from Batman, he can have all my money because I like it for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was an old lady who lives in a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> And Kenny says um, CBBS as well. Uh, and Kenny Jones also adds second uh, of January. Oof, we'll still be partying. So <laughs> yeah, second of January is still a bank holiday in Scotland. So uh... oh, commitment, that isn't it? Yeah. Mm, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we we're, we're going to take a break from doing these lives for. So two weeks time, we'll have we'll have the, the Gavin interview in full. There's about a 50 minute e episode there, um, and then we'll be back in about four weeks time. Let everybody have a bit of bit of time for Christmas, you yeah. know, enjoy the time with their families and stuff. Um, I want to give you guys a reminder as well. There's a it is in Shrewsbury, but it's going nationwide um, on Wednesday the 15th. There's doorstep carols, um, and that's going on. It's happening all in towns all across the the UK. Um, so uh, there is a Facebook and, and social media there for doorstep carols. Make sure you have a look because there might be something going on in your town. Um, and the idea is that the, the carols will be played on BBC Shropshire or on BBC Nationwide. You can play it on the radio and you can sing along on your doorstep. Or you can, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, the, the one show are involved and all sorts. The BBC love this idea. So um, I'm going to be walking around with a microphone um, and shoving it in people's faces. So if you see me walking around Shrewsbury, um, make sure you come say hello. I'm a friendly guy. We'll have a good, good chat. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> It's not too scary. It's not live either. And we might even get some pictures, some selfies and stuff. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So, um, Gareth, have you got anything to add before we get out of here? Um, no, I don't think so. I want wish everyone a very, very happy Christmas. Um, we've got a nice little Christmas message, um, which all recorded last time she was in the office, which goes out Christmas Day, but as well as that on behalf of all of us have an amazing christmas the new year and all the rest of it um it's been one heck of a year but next year is going to be even better for us and hopefully it's even better for everybody nice steph have you got anything to add no happy chappy just everyone have a merry christmas and we'll see you all after nice Ola. Uh, just merry christmas happy holidays um happy new year when it comes 
Um, and stay safe, everyone, with the developing situations all across the world. Yet again, please, everyone, stay safe. And when the new year comes, as us Scots say, lam, lang me or lum reek. What's that oh. So it's like, um, my mum's probably going to go, that's totally not how you say it or what it means. But it's like when you would um, light your fire and the smell of it. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like first footing, you would go around to your neighbours with a lump of coal for their fire. Ah, okay. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. kind of, yeah. But, Genuine good wishes and things on like that. that. On on the note that all I said about staying safe, just everyone watching this, if everyone can make sure that you're being extra extra careful, you know, wear your face mask, do all the rest of it, because I'm not having a lockdown with one of my actually stuck in Scotland, just so we're clear. That's not on. <laughs> That's not happening. So no lockdowns, please. Everyone behave. Yeah. We do have to sneak her over the border. Well, I will. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I think I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggler in in a hobgoblin truck or something. <laughs> <laughs> just beer in it, mate. Just beer. Nothing else in here. Don't worry about it. Just, uh, just let me go on my way. Thank you very much. Uh, just popped up now a comment here. Carol Booth um, put hard work in behind the scenes. Schedule all or nothing. That's what. That's what next year is going to look like. I love Absolutely. that. And on that note, we will catch you guys in a few weeks' time. Make sure you. Uh, uh, download this episode subscribe tell your friends about it and we'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks Merry Christmas everybody Peace Merry out. Christmas Merry Christmas Bye. Merry Christmas Bye.